Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We are alive. We are. We are dry. We are alive. Here's a question. Is this the October surprise? That's what I want to know. Is this the October surprise? It's Rob Zakari, Rob Zakari Show. It is uh, 7 p.m. on the West Coast. It is 10. Well, actually, it's 11 on the East Coast and 10 uh, in Texas time. Hurricane Matthew. Yes, Hurricane Matthew. I'm a little late for the program. I was actually on the phone with my dad. He's he's storm watching. Um. He has property. <laughs> I got to tell you that. I mean, it's not funny because, according to all reports, um, everybody we know that lives in uh, the Florida area, uh, well, uh, where is it? The Bahamas is going to die. So I mean, it's it's. Not laughing about it. I'm I'm more laughing about my dad and uh, the fact that I said, "What are you doing?" So I hit him up. I said, uh, "He's in New York, so he spends the uh, summer in New York and the winter in Florida." I know, very cliche. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm watching this, uh, this, this storm, this goddamn storm. I said, well, how close is it uh, to the Sanibel house? I go, it's, it's, it's not close. He goes, nah, it's not. It's, not it's, it's nowhere near the house. I go, but uh, he goes, you know, that, uh, the, 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 the condos we have in the, the Bahamas. Goddamn thing's going right through it. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, you know, the condos at the, the old Bahama Bay. Right in the eye. I said, oh. I said, uh, <laughs> I said so what? what? I go, maybe, uh, maybe it'll, 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 you know, destroy the whole building and you can make out on the... Um, the the insurance? Nah, nah, I'm not gonna get that lucky. Nah, nah you know it's gonna happen because it, it's happened before. They're gonna hit that property. It's gonna do a bunch of damage. It's gonna rip off the the roof. It's gonna just f things up. Like, uh huh. And he goes, and, 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 and then it's gonna take them about two months to repair the place. And while they're doing it, they're not going to be able to rent the place out. That means I'm going to have no money coming from the property. It's going to cost me money. Eh, goddamn property. Your mother, 
She talked me into getting this place. We use it once in a while. I run it out. Jeez, ah, what am I going to do? <laughs> I said, I, I don't know. I said, I, I don't know. And then, you know, your grandmother, your, my, my mom's mom, you know, she's, she's probably going to die. <laughs> I said, what do you mean you're going to die, Dad? They're not leaving. I said, what do you mean they're not leaving? They're not leaving. You know, your grandfather, you know why? He's got the generator ready. He goes, they're going to die. I go, Jesus, that's just. So harsh. Well, the storm's going right through the too. It's it's going from our 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 condo in the Bahama Bay, and then it's going right to your grandma, just ripping right through it. It's probably gonna rip the house out. They're probably gonna get killed. But <laughs> oh man, I said Jesus. I said you're just so capable. They're just they're just stupid. They're just stupid. I said, well, okay. I said, well, at least your house at Sanibel's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That goddamn Bahama Bay. Uh, uh, So there's my Hurricane Matthew story. So it is affecting people that I know and that I love. But is this the October surprise? Seriously, is this October surprise that it's going to wipe out millions of people? I saw uh, Rick Scott say, if you don't leave, you're going to die. I said, holy, I've never heard a governor <laughs> just say, hey, if you don't leave, you're going to die. And then I seen the, the, I don't know, was it the uh, the sheriff, the 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 I. He said, I asked my people, do we got enough body bags? I said, holy Jesus. God damn. It's like they're talking about millions of people dying. And there's the CNN reporters chasing the storm. I said, holy smokes. They're trying to extend the, the early voting. I don't know. Is again, is this the is this the October surprise? I mean, they're saying this is gonna be the worst hurricane in the history. I guess since like Noah's Ark. I'm serious. They're saying this is going to be the worst hurricane that we have ever seen in our lifetime. It's supposed to be bigger than Sandy. It's supposed to be bigger than Katrina. It's supposed to be bigger than anything that we have ever seen. So is this the October surprise? I mean, is this going to be killed? I, I don't know. Or is it, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm not going to downplay it, but in the past year, we have been told that some of these storms are going to be the biggest, the worst. 
killer. I mean, we, we, we've heard that. And then it turns out to be a big fart. I'm not saying this is. But man, is this the big one? Is this the one that's uh, uh, going to kill thousands of people? Is this going to make Katrina and Sandy look like child's play? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I know I would leave. I see a lot of people just boarding up their houses. I definitely wouldn't be like my grandparents. Just boarding up the doors and getting the generator ready. I'd be gone. So my dad said, my dad goes, I don't know what's wrong with your grandfather. I don't know what's wrong with him. I, I, they should have just gotten a car and drove to a hotel, drove two miles away. I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know, Dad. I don't know. But I, Dad, who is a liberal, has been watching coverage. Because like I the first thing he said to me was, your grandfather and grandmother are going to die. I was like, holy they're not leaving. They're going to die. I said, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So that's why I was a little late getting on the, uh, getting on the air. I was getting a, a storm update, considering that my dad said my grandparents are going to die because they won't leave. My grandfather said he's going he's gonna to go down with the house if it goes. I know. I mean, they're old. I, I mean, my grandfather's. It's funny because my my grandparents are a few years older than my dad. That just <laughs> makes it just even more um, crazy. Imagine when my mom brought my dad home to meet uh, my grandparents. That was the first thing they said to her. Not, I mean, of course, not in front of my dad, but they they they. You know, when he left, they're like, you know, Joe, uh, my mom's name's Joanne. You know, Joe, uh, he's as old as us. My mom's like, I, I, <laughs> I know. Now it does. Their age doesn't seem like a big deal because my mom, they're eight, they're sixteen years apart. So it doesn't seem a big deal now because my mom's sixty-five. Actually, 15 years apart. So my mom's 65. No, 14 years. Because my mom's 65 and my dad's 79. Just turned 79. So. My grandparents are... My grandfather's 85. Grandmother's 83. So my grandfather said, F it. F it. He's going down with the house. That's what he said. (laughs) So he told my my mom and dad, he's going down with the house. So I'll let you guys know tomorrow night if my grandparents survived. But as of right now, my grandfather said he's going down with the house. My dad goes, it's going right. I said, really? It's going right over him. I see that... uh, uh, it's already killed 269 people in the Caribbean. 
which is where my dad's condo is. So it's in Old Bahama Bay. My dad's got a condo in Old Bahama Bay right next to John Travolta's condo. John Travolta's got the top floor in this place called Old Bahama Bay, and my dad's right under him. My dad's seen him a, a bunch of times when they've gone, but my dad doesn't like to, to leave his chair anymore. He likes to just stay in his chair, whether it's in Florida or it's in New York, and watch CNN or MSNBC. He doesn't like to leave. But, uh, yeah, almost 300 people killed in that area. So my dad, he's convinced that uh, the condo's gone, which he said he would love for it to be gone. But his luck, it's just going to need repairs, and he'll be out rental income for (laughs) a bunch of months. But there's my update. Again, I don't mean to bother everybody with my family BS, but I'll let you know tomorrow if – my grandparents uh, make it through the hurricane, but they're not leaving, and they're going down with the house. That's that's according to my grandfather. And the storm's going right over them. I mean, it's going right through them. My dad said it's not on the edge. It's going right through them. Like the eye of the storm is going through the house. And my grandfather's leaving, so. Say a, say a prayer for, for Grandpa Grunzinger. It's his name, Bob Grunzinger. So I was named after him, Bob. Robert Grunzinger. My grandmother's... Uh, 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 <laughs> what's my grandmother's name? Or, uh, uh, June. Her name's June. June Grunzinger. Actually, June Medley. So there you go. If they die... We gave him a, a tribute. All right, so let's get to politics. There's my, my Matthew thing. Yeah, you know, we talk about CNN a lot. I got a bunch of emails yesterday. You're always talking about CNN. You're always talking about liberal. We all know they're liberal. We all know. Blah, blah, blah. Here's, the thing with, here's the thing what pisses me off so much about CNN. And, and I talked about it yesterday, how they basically did a big con on everybody. They did a big work on everybody. Because for many, many years, they were the ones that weren't left, weren't right. They were right in the middle when they had a Bernie Shaw, you know, they're, they're doing war coverage. And the guys find enemy lines and what's his name? Bob Arnett or whatever the hell his name was. And then just when they got everybody to say, well, they're not left they're not right they're the only real news channel just when they got everybody to do that and everybody puts them in the airports and puts them in the doctor's offices and once that happens they do the old in wrestling we call it a screw job and that's when they go just full left-wing Again, they were always on the left, but they didn't wear it on the sleeve. Now, forget the sleeve. The, their entire clothing is kook job leftists. But here's the thing, and I noticed it uh, yesterday, and I noticed it uh, this morning. 
which really annoys me, okay? Just really annoys me. And no one ever calls out Hack Tapper, all right? No one ever calls out Hack Tapper. And again, when, when, when my people are emailing me, Rob, you know they're like, here's the thing. You don't hear me talk a lot about MSNBC. Sure, we'll make fun of Rachel Maddow or uh, the, the, the hero of the hipster douchebag left, Chris Hayes. Of course, we pick on them, but we never dissect them, analyze them, because they're on the left. And they don't hide the fact that they're on the left. They, they don't. They, they do what Fox does. They do what Sean Hannity does. They do what everybody at MSNBC does. Joy Reid. Lawrence O'Donnell. They say, I am a Democrat. My job is to tell you how horrible Republicans are. My job is to tell you how great Democrats are. They don't run from that. I've watched Rachel Maddow on more than one occasion say, I'm a Democrat. I'm a liberal. I care about liberal positions, progressive ideas. I apologize for that. So to needle and, and, and you know, uh, point out the flaws with MSNBC is meaningless because they are leftists. Pretend that they're not. The thing with CNN is they're all leftists and they spew leftist propaganda but they pretend or at least try to tell everybody that they're not Tapper his name's Jake Tapper but I call him the hack man he tries Oh, I mean, I mean, he just goes out of his way to portray himself as not a shill for the left. He really does. All do, whether it's Wolf Blitzer or Anderson Cooper or Don Lemon. And if you say you're just a shill for the left, what? No, how? And it's, it's just over-the-top insulting. And that's my problem. So when you email me and go, Rob, yeah, they're, they're leftists. They're, I understand that. I understand that. But the fact that they won't admit it. It's like that person. Or, or girlfriend, or boyfriend, or husband. It's you catch them rather you know, cheating, or stealing, or eating the last piece of cake, or putting the milk back in the refrigerator, and there's just a drop left. And you're like, why did you do that? 
And they're like, I didn't do that. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. That's it's like, come on, man. Admit. Just admit. You work like hell for all these years to portray that you are nothing more than news. And then once you gained everybody's trust, once you gained everybody's trust, we're going to put you in a doctor's office or put you in the airport. Once that happens, and it's basically too late, you go full 100% leftist propaganda. And then when someone calls you on it, you go, what? What are you talking about? How dare you? Like I said, MSNBC admits it. Maddow admits it. Chris Hayes reeks of it. I mean, Chris Hayes is the poster boy for the quintessential hipster douchebag waiting in line at Starbucks, getting his high latte, and then going in to the secondhand shop to buy some Rad pair of jeans or a knit cap. So, here's a glaring over-the-top CNN we're not buying the left but everything we do from our hosts, our actions, our stories, reeks of leftism. Is that a word, leftism? If it's not, we're creating it. So, you've got a bunch of new books that have just come out. Some have been released Two months ago, others just came out. And they're not kook books. They're legit books about the Clintons. Okay? Take our good friend Roger Stone out of the mix. Take Roger out of the mix. Well, I'm seeing a pass on Roger, okay? Take Roger out of the mix. But you have Clinton Cash, Schweiger's book, New York Times bestseller, Washington Post, New York Times, the liberal Bibles, information from that book, and done stories. And yet, You've never, ever seen Schweitzer on CNN. You've never seen Don Lemon bring Schweitzer in 
to discuss Clinton Cash. You've never seen Hack Tapper. You've never seen Brooke Baldwin. You've never seen any of them. You've never seen any of them have Schweizer. Now, give CNN a pass because Schweizer has something to do with Breitbart. Fine. Fine. So we'll, we'll, we'll give them a pass because it's Breitbart. Okay. We'll give them a little pass. Even though it shouldn't matter. But, eh, we'll give them a pass on that. But you had a book by a former Secret Service agent. I think his name was, was, was Breen. Was it Gary Breen? Brian, who talked about walking in on uh, Bill Clinton and Walter Mondale's daughter, talks about uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, calling uh, different uh, Secret Service agents names, degrading names. I mean, really nasty stuff. Nasty, and he was never, ever on Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, nothing, nothing. And you say, okay, okay, well, Rob, uh, that's you know uh, some some social stuff. And, oh, well, okay. Okay. I'm going to keep rolling them out. I'm going to keep rolling them out. So he's never been on CNN. It's not a round the clock. That's a go to, so to speak. So then you have a new book that just uh, came out by a guy named Ed Klein, okay? Klein, again, a legitimate person, not some... um, um, National Enquirer, kook pot. But regardless, Ed Klein uh, puts out a book, just came out, and it's called Guilty as Sin. And it talks about the FBI investigation. And Hillary Clinton's email server talks about Bill Clinton 
and uh, trying to intimidate the Justice Department not to prosecute Hillary. Remember, this guy was an editor of the New York Times magazine. He's an editor right now with Vanity Fair. He's a legit writer. He's a legit reporter. And yet, he's not on Anderson Cooper. He's not on Don Lemon. He's nowhere on CNN. Nowhere. Nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. But here is the stunning, and I mean stunning, example of liberalism running wild, and I mean wild, through the halls of CNN. And at this point, not caring, but yet not admitting that they are leftists. Every day, anywhere between two to five times a day. Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, Blitzer, Jake Tapper, Hack Tapper, countless individuals who have written books about Donald Trump and they sit there and do five, ten-minute interviews. The new one is Tim O'Brien and his book, Trump Nation. So, Tim O'Brien has got a 10-minute segment on Don Lemon's show. Tim O'Brien and his Trump Nation has a 10-minute segment on Anderson Cooper. He talks to Chris Cuomo. This guy is all over CNN. All over CNN. But yet, Ed Klein? Nowhere. His book? Guilty as Sin? Nowhere. The Secret Service agent, Gary Brian? Brian? However you pronounce his last name, nowhere. But Tim O'Brien, with his book Trump Nation, is featured every day. Like I said, I know CNN is leftist. 
I know my friends. You, you, you emailed this to me. Well, you know, you know. But it's the point that they won't admit it. They won't admit it. And not only will they not admit it, they look you in the eyes and say, we're not leftists. We're not biased. You're stupid. You're ignorant. You're paranoid if you think we are leftists. And that's the thing that is so annoying. That's the thing that makes me talk about them all the time. And yes, MSNBC gets a pass because they admit it. They admit it. We are leftists. Yes, we are. I am Rachel Maddow. I am a leftist. But Anderson Cooper and Cuomo and them, no, what are you kidding me? I am a journalist first. And my ideology, second. Bull! And Tim O'Brien is just the name that I wrote down. I can't remember the other guys. But there's like two or three other guys that wrote Trump books. There's the one guy who wrote uh, ghost-written Art of the Deal. He's always, always on Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper's show talking about spending uh, the, you know, the year with Trump and how he's just a horrible Person and he's just an evil bastard and and Don Lemon uh huh mm hmm okay sure, all right yeah so they can't say well we don't want to put Ed Klein and his guiltiest sin book on because there's no real facts. It's him saying an unnamed source here, or it's him saying he witnessed this, but, yeah, you know. What do you mean, yeah, you know? You have a guy that was ghostwriting Art of the Deal some 20 years ago on your show saying Trump is garbage and and he said this, and he said that. He did again, no different than the Secret Service agent talking about the things Hillary Clinton said, or Ed Klein talking about his experiences with Hillary and Bill and his unnamed sources. Yet, the Art of the Deal guy, no problem being on the show. Tim O'Brien, no problem being on the show. 
But anybody that's written a book about Hillary Clinton, matter of fact, if it comes up, the books are referred to as rumors, innuendos. And the information in the books have already been debunked. But Tim O'Brien's Trump Nation, come on, Tim. Talk about how Trump is a scumbag and all these things. Hey, ghostwriter for Art of the Deal, come on down. Talk about your experiences with Trump and how he's a scumbag. Then there's this fat guy with the gray hair, the beard, and glasses. He used to always be on MSNBC. He wrote a book. And he's on CNN every day. So it's amazing that CNN, Cooper, and Hack Tapper can legitimately say, we don't lean to the left. We're not leftists. Come on. Come on. And then here's another thing. You remember the controversy when Trump was going to the black church and he was going to uh, sit down with pastor? You all remember that, right? You all remember that, right? And then word got leaked out that questions and a script was given to Trump and the pastor. So basically, Trump knew what the pastor was going to ask him. And the pastor had all these questions all set up. You remember this guy? Remember the controversy? Anderson Cooper spent the whole hour talking about it. Don Lemon spent a whole... I mean, it was around the clock, as they would say, breaking news, bombshell. Breaking news, bombshell. Donald Trump and his big pastor meeting has all been scripted. We have exclusive, exclusive paperwork. We have it here, folks. We have it here. And then they had the panel discussing how could, uh, you know, Trump be a good leader or how could he be reaching out to the African-American community if he has to be, uh, you know, uh, scripted. I mean, it was a huge, huge deal. I mean, it was a huge deal. We all remember. Ah, ooh, sorry. We all remember this, right? Okay. Well, 
Remember a week or two ago? Actually, I think it was a little longer. Hillary Clinton's big appearance on the Steve Harvey show. You remember that? Well, guess what? It was all scripted. Huh. No. You wouldn't know this. Why? Because nobody in the media is talking about this. And what have I always told you? CNN doesn't cover it. If ABC doesn't cover it, CBS doesn't cover it. New York Times doesn't cover it. The Washington Post doesn't cover it. Then it never happened. This came from the Hill. You have to be a serious political junkie. And I mean serious political junkie to know thehill.com. This is not for the low information voter. It's not for the average voter. This is not for anybody who's not a political junkie. So this was reported by Hill. Well, guess what? Millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people are never going to know about it because CNN's not going to talk about it. MSNBC, of course, isn't going to talk about it. ABC, NBC, BuzzFeed, The Daily Beast, The Bee, Stephen Colbert, Saturday Night Live. None of them are going to talk about this. But Hillary Clinton did Actually, she did worse. Her Steve Harvey interview was more of a setup than Donald Trump and the pastor. Hillary Clinton's Steve Harvey interview had pictures of Hillary that popped up like, oh! Acting all surprised. Things that were in that interview played on emotion. So being surprised and being concerned and things of that nature were all scripted. Were all worked out in advance. Let me read you a little of this. Just, just let me read you a little of this. Hillary Clinton was provided the exact questions she would be asked by daytime talk show host Steve Harvey. The Washington Freedom reports that according to a leaked memo it obtained, the program sent the Clinton campaign all questions one week before the interview. Quote, Steve is known to be a host 
who goes out of his way to make his guests feel comfortable. Two of Clinton's aides wrote, Clinton, uh, one week before the taping, we coordinated closely with the show's producers on the script to format of the show. The memo was sent by campaign spokeswoman Karen Finley, formerly an MSNBC host. But again, MSNBC has always said, they've always said that they are Democrats, they are progressives, and their number one goal is to spread the message of liberalism. They've already done this. So I'm fine with Karen Finley working for MSNBC. The memo was attached to an email posted on the website dcleaks.com. Questions included uh, Clinton's granddaughter, the former Secretary of State's pizza preferences, thin crust versus deep dish, and her support for gun control policies. Quote, please note that the tone of the show is generally light, so even on policy questions, Steve won't go too deep into the details. Payne and Harvey's producers also coordinated on which parts of Clinton's biography would be introduced and how. During this segment, Steve will take a trip down memory lane with you to talk about the different moments of your life displayed in photographs. During the interview, Clinton acted surprised when the photos were placed on the screen. Quote, Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. End of quote. When Hillary saw the photo of her at 12 years old. And then, of course, one week later, Harvey endorsed Hillary Clinton for president. The Hill uh, reached out to the Clinton campaign and the Steve Harvey show for comment. But, of course, uh, no comments whatsoever. There you go. Where's CNN reporting on this? Nowhere. Nowhere. And yet, they will look at you and say, we're not biased. We don't lean to the left. Don't be silly. You're just trying to smear us. I am hack tapper. My integrity is, 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 is impeachable. My integrity is impeachable. I am Hack Tapper. I am Anderson Cooper. We are not liberal shills. That's just not the case. Again. Again. They tell all of us that they're not biased. But yet, 
they put every single hack reporter, book writer, whatever jerk off that put something out about Trump, and yet nothing anybody writes that involves the Clintons gets a platform whatsoever. They talk about a black pastor and Donald Trump and questions being known ahead of time as if Donald Trump went and urinated in the Vatican and wiped his ass with the Pope's hat. It's a 24-hour news story. And yet, Hillary Clinton has a completely scripted, right down to laughter, bewilderment, surprise with Steve Harvey. And no one, and I mean no one, reports on it except The Hill. No one. Absolutely no one. And I mean no one. Goes to. Unless you are just over the top political. Which is a very, very, very small amount of people. I mean, people do what we do. It's not in the millions. People who go to every political site, whether it's on the internet or it's on TV, or that—that's not something that the majority of the voting electorate does. If 130 million people vote, 50 million of them are not on Breitbart and Drudge and The Hill and the free ticket. So you're talking about a very, very, very small amount of people right about the Steve Harvey, or I should say, the site that's talking about the Steve Harvey interview. These are my problems. These are my problems. (laughs) These These are my problems. And I think it's a big deal. And if CNN would just Come out, you know. Listen, Anderson Cooper came out of the closet. Don Lemon's out of the closet. Why don't they have the network come out of the closet? They would just come out of the closet. But just come out. I will never talk about them ever again in the way that we do. We'll talk about them like we talk 
uh, about uh, 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 MSNBC. Because there's no need constantly uh, talk about MSNBC because we all know they're in the tank. They say it. But when you're watching Hack Tapper and he actually acts, he, he actually acts. Like, I'm not biased. Oh, no. What are you kidding me? I'm not biased at all. It's beyond insulting. Beyond. And I mean beyond insulting. (sighs) All right. It's the Rob Zakari Show. It's the Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to see if we can... Get an update. <laughs> Give me an update. See if we get an update. If the uh, if the uh, the family, if people are 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 that sounds horrible, but we're back. Yeah, you can listen to We're on Spreaker. Uh, iHeartRadio. We're on. Uh, are we on uh, iTunes? I was told yesterday by one of our uh, people uh, that the feed on um, iTunes from last night, the whatever night we did Alec Baldwin bit. Um, audio was was sketchy. I don't know if the audio that's from iTunes is on. Oh God! If the audio on iTunes is from Blog Talk or if it's from uh, Spreaker, I'm not real sure. Uh, but I'm gonna look into that and see what's up. But I was told that. I don't know if it was just a one-time thing or um, if, uh, you know, it's it's a regular occurrence. But the Rob Zakari Show, uh, we'll be right back after um, some amazing messages. Yes, some amazing messages. From Baked Alaska, the Rob Zakari Show, we'll be right back. I know that I can call up the man, can call up the man with the plan. 
safe when they keep us safe. You know they make America a better place. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, their enforcement. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, their enforcement. When I'm in a jam, when I'm in a jam, I know that I can call up the men, can call up the man with the plan. When I'm on a run. emails and so far my grandparents uh, are still alive <laughs> so far they're still alive at least that's that's what I was just told I was told they are still alive <laughs> that's horrible isn't it that's horrible horrible to just say it's okay so but remember in the beginning of the show, I told you, my dad said, well, your grandfather or grandmother are going to die. So, <laughs> just repeating what father said. Father, father, oh, father, father. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, uh, Let's tackle a couple of other uh, issues here. Just a couple. We've got a couple issues. I can't believe it's Thursday. Truthfully, I thought it was Wednesday. I had no idea at Thursday. I had no idea that we were already at Thursday. I'm like, oh, my God. That's it? Tomorrow's we're done? Ay, ay, ay. Really? Man, really? Thank Jesus. So, it's not, again, not big outrage because unless CNN or the Washington Post or the rest of the outlets cover it, nobody's going to know about it. But, Huma Abedin. Our good buddy Huma Abedin. Or I should say uh, Mrs. Wiener. Don't really hear about uh, Anthony Wiener thing anymore, do you? Actually, when he got uh, investigated or the story came out that he was sexting with 15-year-olds, CNN and the rest of them didn't cover it. That was a uh, a no-go as far as covering. Oh, we ain't going to cover that. 
No, we ain't, how we can't cover that. Are you kidding me? We can't, can't. No. So you haven't really heard much about that. But I gotta imagine the baby's still with the uh, wiener, right? Isn't the baby still with wiener? The weenster? Imagine the, the baby's there because Kuma ain't bringing that kid around on the campaign trail. But uh, Abedin, the whomster, all right, the whoms in these leaked emails. Uh, basically, um, did the you people uh, reference, you know, the you people, you've seen that, you know, when, when people are uh, talking about uh, black folk. Or Mexican folk. You know what I mean. You've seen that comedy shows and they go, you know, you people. What do you mean, you people? Like, oh, it's not what I meant per se, but. So she basically did the same thing in referencing Jews. <laughs> I kid you not. She basically did the same thing referencing Jews. In the leaked emails, now remember, Kuma is fuzzy. Oh, I'm sorry. Can't say that's not, not politically correct. She is a Muslim. Okay? She is a Muslim. And, of course, her mommy and daddy are part of the Muslim Brotherhood. Or at least uh, they have uh, some affiliation with the Muslim Brotherhood. Don't forget, Kuma was an editor for her mom's magazine. I guess you could call it that. And they basically spewed um, anti-American stuff. You know, uh, 9-11 was was because the Americans are, they deserved it, they caused it. your, your, Your normal Islamic Muslim Brotherhood rhetoric. The, the, the typical stuff. Emails. Between um, Abedin and I know I'm saying her name wrong but I don't care. Um, but Abedin and um, one of Bill Clinton, uh, what is it, uh, Hillary Clinton and her aides. I mean, it was like a whole 
you know, chain email. And it was basically about APAC. And um, APAC's interest in having Bill Clinton in the attendance. And this is dating back to September 10th of 2009. So, Kuma is going back and forth with uh, Cheryl Mills and a band, and on a email, it says APAC is begging. For WJC to come speak at the conference. He doesn't think he should unless you all do. So now this is band telling Cheryl Mills. And then Cheryl Mills tells Dan the final decision is up to Hillary Clinton. And she would touch base with her. And then in the email, Kuma pipes in with her little muzzy fingers and says, do you really want to consider, you really want to consider sending him into that crowd. And then band go or not go. And Kuma responds no go. Now again, be that big of a deal. It's still be a big deal, but not that big of a deal. If it wasn't for the fact that Huma is a muzzy. Huma's family have ties regardless of how strong those ties are, they still have ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. And at the end of the day, Muslims are not particularly fond Palestinians on a daily basis tunnels 
hop fences, do whatever they got to do. Stab Jews, preferably little Jew children. Iran is constantly thinking about wiping Israel off the map, blowing them up, nuking them, killing all Jews. And the fact that Hillary Clinton could possibly be the president and Kuma Abedin could very well be the chief of staff or another extremely important position and she is a Muslim Brotherhood sympathizer who doesn't like Jews. Do you see why this might be a touchy situation? And do you see CNN's not going to talk about it. MSNBC is not going to talk about it. All the usual suspects are not going to talk about it. Because if somebody gets offended, and I mean offended to the point where they pull out the R word, because you know, that's the go-to word racist somebody's going to pull out the racist word when somebody says you know you people nigga you people what are you, you racist what do you mean by you you somebody's going to take you people as being a clan supporter as being segregationist, uh, a Jim Crow. I mean, what does you really want to consider sending him into that crowd? I would say that crowd is pretty close to you people. Somebody gets outraged when somebody says to a black man or a Latino man or an Asian man, which we're going to talk about Asian men. <laughs> Not right this second, but don't let me forget you guys. Gotta, we got to talk about that. But if somebody says to Asians, Blacks, Latinos, because that's how you have to say Latinos, use people, and that's racist. I 
100% would say you really want to consider sending him into that crowd being anti-Semitic. Or at least I'm a Muslim. I am part of the Muslim Brotherhood and we hate Jews. Just saying. Just saying. Say once again, if the media was not controlled by Democrats, Republicans would not only be in the White House, they would be controlling everything that has to do with our country. Everything. Democrats, liberals would be the minority, like real minority. But because they control the media, we lose. Imagine if this was, I mean, remember when Trump said, oh, where's my black? I love you. I I love you. I mean, people went nuts. The libs went nuts. They're like, what a racist monster. What an animal. What a piece of human garbage. And here's Huma Abedin saying, you really want to consider sending him into that crowd? Going not unnoticed. Not, not, it's not going unnoticed. It's being ignored. Because the media knows. Democrats know that if the Republicans controlled the media, if Republicans controlled CNN, if Republicans controlled the New York Times, if Republicans controlled the Washington Post, if Republicans controlled the Daily Post and the Huffington Post, if Republicans, Twitter and Facebook and Yahoo, Democrats will be near extinction. They would be near extinction. It would be a countdown to their extinction. End of story. End of story. So that's Huma. A beat-in. It's Rob Zagarish. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, real quick, if you're listening to us on uh, Spreaker or you listen to us on uh, uh, all, all the shows, all of them, just go there, listen to the program. You guys are the best. We'll be right back. This is Baked Alaska, and we love our cops and law enforcement. We love our military, that's important. Yeah. Thanks to Lego. We love our cops, our love. 
about it because I'm going to, uh, there's no bigger hypocrites in this world than liberals like over the top hypocrites like you can't get uh, bigger of a hypocrite than liberals I said to, to you know Isn't this going to be something that we uh, do all the time? The more I kept reading stories about the Jesse Waters situation, the more I got enraged, infuriated, like beyond, like beyond. And I said, okay. All right. Fine. 
We're going to have to talk about it. Now, Jesse Waters is no different. Okay, well, actually, let's reverse. So, uh, Bill O'Reilly is a political entertainment show. Now, I'm not real sure um, what is in the liberal world of we're right about everything, our opinions, our 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 relationships, our hair, our everything. We could do no wrong. Everything that we stand for, everything that we are is correct, is perfect, is the way America... Now, when I watch Bill O'Reilly, or Sean Hannity for that matter, but let's stick to O'Reilly. I see Samantha B. I see Bill Maher. I see Stephen Colbert. I see Hollywood. Bill O'Reilly is not 60 minutes. Bill O'Reilly is not straight news. Bill O'Reilly political show. Bill O'Reilly is no different than what Trevor Noah is. Matter of fact, all of the shows that are on now that the left gets all orgasmic about are nothing more than liberal ripoffs of Bill O'Reilly. I mean, Stephen Colbert's entire persona, his entire shtick, what made him famous, what made him a millionaire, put him on late night TV on CBS was imitating Bill O'Reilly. So when you watch Trevor Noah, and before Trevor Noah, John Stewart, Samantha B, Bill Maher, the list goes on. They're all doing political humor except on the left. They're all doing it. And they all do very, very edgy stuff. Now, remember what I've said countless times. 
agree with it. So, example, when Stephen Colbert does a bit and on network television draws the swastika and connects it to Donald Trump, the left has no problem with that humor. They have no problem with using a symbol that represented the murder of 7 million Jews. In horrific, and I mean horrific, horrific ways to die. Skinned alive, surgery with no anesthesia, drowning. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And to cavalierly denigrate how historic, impactual, horrific, all of the things that we equate the Holocaust. And World War II and Nazi Germany and Jews and Auschwitz. and To basically throw that imagery and, and comparison to Donald Trump is really disgusting. But because the left agrees with it, than the millions and millions and millions and millions of people that are offended by it are wrong. So, as long as the Daily Beast, as long as Andrew Carell, K-I-R-E-L-L, the senior editor at the Daily Beast, who's also a singer-songwriter, as long as he agrees, with the Nazi reference, then, hey, it's completely fine. So shows like Colbert or Bill Maher I mean, watch episode of Bill Maher. He's on tonight. Watch some of the stuff he says, rather it's about Trump or Republicans or people that support Trump. SNL portraying Trump supporters as being nothing more than a bunch of Ku Klux Klaners. But again, because the left agrees with this then it's not a big deal matter of fact it's applauded 
I mean, we talked about this, what, a week ago? Or I should say, I think Monday. Every, every, every media outlet basically using the left's favorite words, shamed and bullied Saturday Night Live into doing what they did. And I'm not saying they wouldn't have done it, but every media outlet basically put Saturday Night Live on notice and said, you better do your job. Enough of humanizing Donald Trump. You better go after him. You better light him up. You better be little. I mean, rather it was the Daily Beast or the Huffington Post. The list goes on and on and on. It was, hey, said in live, if you don't do this, we're going to be mad at you. Again, the left, their views, their actions, Everything they do is right. I think Bill O'Reilly is a political show, but it's comedy. It's entertainment. It's not a news program. It is what Noah and Colbert, and Samantha B. the rest of all copied. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. So, has a guy on there named Jesse Waters. He does the thing where, you know, this is Waters' world, and I'm, that's like a little tagline. He does the man-on-the-street thing. So he goes and Interviews people, rather it's celebrities or just random individuals uh, that are talking on. I've watched him do the spring break uh, type of stuff where he goes drinking beers, wearing Speedos, about politics. Do you know who the president is? Do you know who the vice president is? Do you, do you, you know... Speaker of the House, just things like that. Designed to show how on the loop a reporter out on the street and know us people watch those type sits all the time. Megadeth con. And he asked all these young people questions about Bernie Sanders and you know, free college. And then he would ask them a question then it would cut to like a video screen of a movie. Rather, it was Goodfellas or Casino or something like that. 
It'd be a funny part from there. So somebody would, he would say, hey, do you know, uh, do you want free college? And the kid would go, uh, yeah, uh, sure. And then it would cut to uh, a, our youth, I but it's comedy. It's edgy. So he did a bit that the Daily Beast, Andrew Carell, said was blatantly racist. And it mocked Asian people. And Jesse Waters went to Chinatown in New York City. To ask them questions, whether it was about politics or things of that nature. But he also would ask some do they do karate? He was supposed to bow to say hello. He asked somewhere he could buy some homeopathic herbs for performance. And, of course, they had the song, Carl Douglas, Kung Fu Fighting, playing. And that riff was in the background. And according to Andrew Carell, remember, this is the left. It's all right them to make jokes. I mean, have you ever seen an Amy Schumer concert? Have you ever seen a Louis C.K. concert? Amy Schumer, who goes and walks with Democrats and talks about gun violence. She talks about being raped by Mexicans. And I guarantee you, you could find about 25 articles in the Daily Beast or all the other um, outlets praising Lena Dunham Again, they all have done really, 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 really edgy stuff. Saturday Night Live does edgy stuff. Have you ever seen Fresh Off the Boat? Think about Andrew Carell is Bitching about a G.C. Waters bit on Bill O'Reilly's show and ABC comedy called Fresh Off the Boat. The name itself is racist. 
and mocks Asian people. Fresh off the boat, fob. That's what it's called, a fob. That's why I say balls. Bigger than the earth. I, I Seriously. I mean, racist humor playing on stereotypes? I don't know how many Bill O or uh, Bill O, uh, Bill Ma TV shows have racist humor and play off of stereotypes. You know, I bet you every single episode has at least one or two racist or stereotype style bits where he does a new rules or some other type of joke that plays off of stereotypes or what Andrew Carell would deem racist. Fob on ABC does nothing but play on stereotypes from being from Asians being bad drivers to Asians being good at math. When the show first started, they did an entire episode. About the one kid not doing good in math. And the entire family was upset because that's what they're good at. Math. Corral says this bit was funny in the way blackface is funny. And that what was going on was humor to dehumanize minorities. And he said the reaction was swift and universally angry across all of the liberal, hipster, douchebag outlets. That's what it was. That that's what this little scumbag from the Daily Beast is saying. There was universal anger across all the other hipster douchebag liberal websites. And one conservative site. They found one conservative site. The Federalist. 
yes, the Federalists, who, who are a bunch of cocks, okay? They're a bunch of cocks. They are. They're a bunch of cocks. And Andrew Carell says the Federalist. They even called Waters a jackass and a jerk. Literally, the only thing that was funny in this entire ordeal is when Jesse Waters attempted to excuse himself by calling himself a political humorist. As a political humorist, the Chinatown segment was intended to be a light piece. As all Waters World segments are, he wrote, hours after the video blew up. My man-on-the-street interviews are meant to be taken as a tongue-in-cheek, and I regret if anyone found offense. Al says, undoubtedly, this is a Fox PR-driven effort to get a non-apology out there and move on. And of course, he'll get off with a slap on the wrist. At worst, his segment will go through, his next segment will go through several layers of approval from second floor executives for the next few months. And so Jesse Waters will always win, and he will continue to rise at Fox News. Because he's an evil jock from the 80s comedy. And if you take a look at Andrew Corral, said about these liberal hipster douchebags. And just by him calling Jesse Waters an evil jock proves my point that Ann Corral was a loser, geek, outcast, comic book nerd who couldn't get any girls couldn't get any friends, couldn't get arrested if he murdered somebody in front of a cop when he was a young He was a loser. And he got into being a journalist because he could get back at everybody who was mean to him. He could sit in his Basement is mommy and daddy's basement. And he could write articles and say, You mean, mean jock. I don't like you. You're mean. And that's exactly what he did. He wrote an article, Jesse Waters, an evil jock. Ignoring that show after show after show on left does things far, far, far more worse, far more racist, far 
more stereotypical humor than any four-minute Jesse Waters segment. But because when Andrew Corral looks at Jesse Waters, he sees the evil jock from high school that used to pick on Andrew. And when Andrew would go up to the girl, the pretty girl, and say, Hi, Jessica, I was wondering if you would like to go to the prom with me. And that, that pretty girl, Jessica, goes, uh, Andrew, you are like the biggest loser. All you do is sit in the back and read comic books and ejaculate in your own pants. You're a loser. I'm going to the prom with Jesse. And then Andrew goes, I'm going to back at you. I'm going to one day... I'm going to be important. One day, you're going to know the name Andrew Carell. One day. So basically, Andrew Carell went two paths. But he became a serial killer. He could have. He could have been a serial killer. Or he could have been a journalist. Um, young college girls at Santa Barbara, Andrew Carrell decided not to drive his car and mow down young college girls. Instead, he decided to read articles for Daily Beast at a hundred bucks a pop song you've never heard. Or Fox News packed with herbs. Looking through this deep Chopra almost mentally retarded. Racists love Trump's war on judge. Eighty-fifthers get real about divorce. Or do we be more just pathetic than Andrew Carroll? The real loser. A real keyboard warrior. Except that he posts his name and his dweeby picture. I mean, just even saying, and he get up with a slap on the wrist. I mean, it's so 1980s Revenge of the Nerds. They destroyed our house. They destroyed our house. 
Well, let's go to the dean. What's the matter? We're going to go to the dean, and at the end of the day, they're all just going to get off with a slap on the wrist, and, and our house is going to be destroyed. Andrew Corral. Jesse Waters will get off with a slap on the wrist. And so Jesse Waters will always win. And he'll continue to rise at Fox News. Listen to this. Just basement-dwelling keyboard warrior a-hole, man. Like I said, this is... Listen, I... Unless, I don't necessarily believe all the polls, because the polls are so wacky, really are. But if you go by the real clear, uh, you know, political average that has Hillary Clinton up by two or three points, guys, unless they're not polling people, and, and the left says this is... No, this is, you know, there isn't people that aren't being polled. There is no people that are first-time voters. That is BS. They are polling people that are going to vote. There's not going to be this surge of knowing if I'm wrong. Because remember, all these polls are done by landline. I mean, how has landline? This is conducted by phone, landline, and cell phone over a span of five days. This is 675 people. Listen, out of the 675 people, anybody that had the landline, I would disqualify right out of the gate. Who the hell has a landline anymore? Who the hell has a landline? Unless we prove them wrong, my friends, we are going to be drowning in the rest of our lives. Seriously. Because if we don't win this, we're not going to win in four years. Because ultimately, Hillary's probably going to die in a year or two. Or she'll be impeached. And Mr. Feminine himself, Tim Kaine, will become the president. And forget about it. Look how much the country has transformed with the help of the media in the last seven and a half years. We are a completely different country. We are a completely different, um, you know, media uh, outlet. We are completely different in the last seven and a half years. The media and Obama have completely changed this country. If Hillary Clinton wins. What do you think is going to happen in four? Happen in four. We are going to be drowning. In people like Andrew Carroll for the rest of our lives. 
for Daily Beast reporters that go, Jesse Waters always wins. The frat boy jock who used to pick on me and shove me in a locker. Why will Jesse always win? Well, for starters, Fox News right-wing commentators admit that. It feeds their own rights in the nation, giving them material for more segments of how Fox News is under assault from, and O'Reilly frequently describes it, the loony far left. But we are. After all, as Water Shameless non-apology and proud Trump shilling suggests, it's your own fault for being offended by his brilliant wit. Well, what do you guys say when anybody on the right is offended by Omar? Like I said, Andrew Carell have no answer for that because they think and feel that whatever Bill Maher, whatever the political humorists on the left say, isn't offensive because it's the truth. Thing that's the truth can't be offensive. That's where the term truth hurts was originated from. So, as far as Andrew Carell's concern, anything anyone on the left says, as far as political humor, doesn't hurt anybody because it's all truth. See how it works? To be sure, the Internet's outrage, mills often cry wolf about various offenses further providing people like Waters with a sense of accomplishment when they spot the hornet's nest and the high-fiving, self-congladiatory cocoon of Fox News where anti-PC culture segments routinely air on its leading gab fests. Waters is just a dude with another notch in his belt. Despite having about as much charisma as a frat bro villain from the early 80s comedies, and literally smirking his way through every asinine word he says on air. Waters has risen up the ranks from O'Reilly, top ambush reporter to a cable co-host of The Five, outnumbered his own monthly weekend show. Waters has been something of a perpetual hate monger. One of his shining moments was coining the phrase Beyonce voters to mock single women who support Obama because they depend on government because they're not depending on their husbands. The list of egregious on-air behavior goes on and on. This is because Fox News has historically rewarded cheap, often ugly bullshit. Take, for example, the meteoric rise of fellow rape-baiting clown Eric Bowling. To give trading analysis for Fox Business, Bowling has used his platform to, among many things, become the next earliest birther. 
and routinely say terrible things about women and Muslims and black people. One of his most controversial moments was when he proclaimed after President Obama met with a Gabonese president that it's not the first time he's had a hoodlum in his office, referred to rapper Common's appearance at the prior event. So what's all with hoods and the hizzy? Well, so what was wrong with that? See what I'm saying? See how liberals act? See see what their their outrage is? See see how <sighs> earlier that same year Bowling said Obama was too busy chugging forties to visit uh, tornado ravaged Missouri. So how is that any more offensive than calling Nazis. I, I, again, all of these guys, all of these guys say outrageous things. But you don't hear a peep. You don't hear a peep. And you care. Not a peep. That more offensive, chugging 40, than anything that Bill Maher has said about Republicans, or Saturday Night Live has said about Republicans. <laughs> that came early in Baldwin's TV career. Unmatched Trumpkins now hosts two prominent Fox News shows and occasionally has done Filling in the rating leader of Bill O'Reilly. The bottom line, however, is that Waters is among the protected class boxes because he's Riley's right hand man. Again, see? The jock, the jock gets away with everything. He gets away with everything because he's the quarterback of the football team, and I'm just a nobody that sits in the back of the classroom and picks my nose and eats my boogers. Your typical douchebag liberal. Little comic book reading, booger eating liberal. But fear not, like most villainous jocks from high school. One day, one day after Fox Megastar leaves for greener pastures, Bill O'Reilly finally retires. Waters. Waters will be left seated at the hometown bar of basic cable, reminiscing of the glory days. Behind how he will never get such a prominent gig again in life. Unless, of course, Trump TV becomes reality. <laughs> He's <laughs> what a jealous 
just a jealous, spiteful turd, and Corrales. He's protected, and one day Bill O'Reilly's going to reach for Chelsea Clinton. Remember, the Daily Beast is owned by a company that, A, owns hook sites. Tinder is owned by the company that owns the Daily Beast. Okay? And that company has Chelsea Clinton as one of its presidents. Big balls. And Corral. Big balls. Big jealous balls. Because he's a dope loser. Sitting in his mommy and daddy's basement writing articles for a hundred bucks. While the jock while the jock is on the number one rated program. Jock with all the girls. And he got all the all the, the, the great he got everything while Andrew got nothing except a handful of boogers. The loser liberal. Who paints the picture that Fox News does all this 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 horrible and evil and mean not humor. This mean, meany, mean stuff. But yet everything on the left is in humor because it's true. And it's not hurtful because the truth hurts. So everything that are in Trevor Noah and John Oliver have ever watched on Oliver show. John Oliver does nothing but spew hate for Republicans. He despises everything and everybody on the right. But according to Andrew Crowell, nothing that comes out of the mouths of the political humorists on the left offensive or rude or racist or feeds into stereotypes because everything they say is true and honest. And if you can't take truth and honesty, well, shame on you. Another liberal douchebag, Andrew Carrill. Keeping the keyboard warrior party in good standing with Ashman Mushman. The Asian design major. Douchebags. Rob Zakari, it's Rob Zakari Show. We're out of here, guys. It's 9.24 p.m. I got to sign off. I got to go check on my grandparents. See if my dad's prediction is correct. Because he did say, they're going to die. But my daddy said, grandparents are going to die. Why? Because they will not leave. They're hunkering down. My grandfather said, going down.
with the house if it should go. Dad said, you got to leave. Boy, you guys got to leave. Leave. Go to a hotel. Just leave. No. We're staying. And my dad said, they're going to die. <laughs> so, listen, we'll get an update if my grandparents died tomorrow. The Rob Scary Show. Don't forget, follow us, robscaryshow.com. Go to uh, our Twitter. Go to iTunes. Go to iHeartRadio. Just go everywhere, okay? Go everywhere. Rob Zaccario, you guys are the best fans in the world. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Be safe. Listening to us from Florida. And you haven't evacuated. Get out. Get out. See you guys then. I hear a humming in. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.